On this episode, I talk about this week's releases, Jabs Family, Sports Card Investor, Cardboard Chronicles, and the NBA Free Agency. Let's go! This is Dave, and welcome to the SVA Card Collectors Podcast. What is up? What is going on? Dave at SVA Card Collectors. This show is sponsored by audiobook.com. You can get started today with a free trial and you choose three free audiobooks. Just click the description, um, however the hell you're listening to it, and um, you can get started. Also, head over to my website, svacardcollectors.com. A lot of great articles if you're looking to get back into collecting cards, um, even if you've been collecting cards and, you know, I got a bunch of good crap there. So head over there. Um, would appreciate also sign up. I will be, um, you know, sending more emails and uh, more targeting, you know, information that actually will help you guys. Um, I'm going to really try my, my darndest because um, it looks like we're probably heading to a lockdown too. Um, I hope not, but um, hopefully I have more time at home um, where I can do stuff. I say that. I don't know. The kids, they stink. A bunch of jerk-offs. They bother me, so I can't do much. So who the hell knows? Um, but <laughs> but uh, got a lot of stuff to talk about today. A lot of things uh, went on last week and stuff to look forward to. Looking forward. Um, right off, we're going to start off with what's being released. Um, all these are being released on the 25th. Um, Panini one and one uh, basketball that is $585 a box two cards per pack one pack per box and you get one autograph in there and you get one like base card um, so but but the some of the the hits they have a couple of cool inserts that I really liked one of them was um, on cardboard connection they showed it as Damian Lillard hitting the game-winning shot, and he had an autograph. That looked sick. That that card looked really nice. Um, more and more, I'm getting into these um, insert-type cards. Um, a little bit more, you know, rarity. Um, a little bit different stuff that people probably would like or harder to collect, and you know, harder uh, barrier um, to you know be able to buy these cards up. Um, that's where I'm starting to head over. And in, in my collection and in buying stuff, so um, or what I'm looking to, you know, go to. So Panini one and one. I think this is the first. It's basically Panini one. Um, I don't know if this is the first time. I think it is the first time that Panini one and one is being released. But you have that. You have ten boxes per case as well. So if you're looking to get into that, you're going to get basically ten autographs. If you're looking to. Um, you know, buy into a break. Um, Panini Impeccable Foosball, 850 bucks. Eight cards per pack, one pack per box, three boxes per case. You get five autographs, three base or base parallels. Um, this is a high-end product. Um, a lot of, it's a white, a lot of, you know, like a white card, a lot of colors, um, really nice looking. But I think your best bet is to, and in most of these cases, the best bet is going to buy this stuff on eBay. Wait until they open it up, wait a month or so, and then have at it on eBay. Um, but if you just have to do it, you're going to get 
15 autographs per case break, which is not terrible, um, but you're going to be spending a crap load of money to get into it because you're talking about $2,400, $2,500, and that's got to be divided up into 30 teams. Um, it's going to be you know, expensive, however many teams there are for football, I forget. Um, but it's going to be expensive. Pretty, a pretty expensive product. Now you have Topps Chrome Black. Um, that's I think is new. I don't think I remember seeing that uh, last year. Um, $205 a box. Four cards per pack. One pack per box. 12 boxes per case. You get one encased autographed. Two base cards and one refractor parallel. Um, again, if it's 12 boxes per case, you're going to get 12 autographs. Um, if you're doing with a break, um, they look nice. Nothing crazy that I've seen. I actually like the Panini, uh, cards better, um, that I, that I saw, you know, out of these three. Um, but, um, it's another baseball product for people to buy who, uh, are, are jonesing for it and it's 200 bucks. So it's on the cheaper end, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, last but not least, on the 27th, which is Friday, you're going to have Flawless, Panini Flawless Baseball. Now, Panini does not have the rights um, for the logos, so you're going to have solid you know, colors. Uh, they look a little silly, but these are high-end cards. They look beautiful. Um, 10 cards per pack, one pack per box, two boxes per case. You're going to get seven autographs. Okay, two memorabilia and one gem card. These are the on eBay. They go for one thousand five hundred and ten dollars. So you're talking about a three thousand um, dollar case break. Um, divide that up by it's it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a ton. Um, again, I would not buy into a break of this. Um, just because of the price that cards go for, I looked up an Eloy Jimenez and I thought last year was his rookie because I didn't realize that he actually went all the way back to 2017, his rookie card. And you can go buy an autograph of his for a hundred bucks. Um, now imagine if you got that back in the day and, um, you're like, Oh, great. Thousand dollars. And I have $100 card. And it was one of the top rookies. So um, that's it's a steep, steep um, price to pay. Um, again, I don't see it worth it. The resale value, um, while it is stronger because it is a high-end card, they're still without the logos. They still look a little silly. Um, so there's that. Um, now, we can. I'm going to talk about a couple of things. I'm going to... Um, we could talk about a little bit about the NBA and the free agency. A um, lot of moving parts. Nobody crazy. No big names. Uh, Hayward was the only big name who I thought the, my Knicks could somehow get. But, of course, Charlotte. I don't, Michael Jordan should not be a GM. <laughs> I, I don't. Maybe this works out. But four years, I think, to $120 million um, to sign with Charlotte. It just makes no sense. Uh, Hayward, he's got injuries. Um, he's a little bit older. Not, pl- I mean, he is playing better than um, he was, you know, because he got hurt and then he played poorly when he came back from that knee ankle injury. 
Um, then he broke his hand or his wrist or something, and then he came back and played, you know, pretty well. Um, just tough to give him that much money. Uh, I just think it's stupid. Um, you do have Donovan Mitchell got extension. Jason Tatum got an extension. Gasol now is going to the Lakers. Ibaka to the Clips or the Raptors. Uh, hurting. Uh, they got to keep Van Fleet, um, but they lost two big guys right there. Hawks. Hawks did some things. They got Bogdanovich. They have Rondo. They have Gallinari. And they also got this guy, Chris Dunn, who's really good in defense, which is something that they're going to need now that you have Gallinari and Trey Young now uh, manning the the three-point line. Um, I think that's going to hurt uh, my boy uh, Cam Reddish with with time, you know, you know, being able to play. Um, I also forgot they have Clint Compella on the team. Um, and they also drafted Onyeka Akangu. I, always, I, I, I think I nailed his name. Probably not. Um, but I, I think they're going to be a much improved team. They're going to be the hot team that everyone's going to be picking. Um, they also have DeAndre Hunter. That was a guy I was trying to pick up. I didn't pick up too many. I actually went with Cam Reddish more than DeAndre Hunter. Um, cause whenever I went to buy DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Hunter, it was a little too expensive. And so I would go with Cam Reddish. Um, so we'll see, you know, if he does get, you know, some playing time, but I can't imagine he's going to get as much as he did last year. Um, so I, I think they're definitely going to be much improved. Are they winning the championship? No, but I think they're just going to be a much better team. Um, yeah, there's that. You got NFL. Um, just so Kansas City beat the Raiders. Raiders had a whole bunch of, you know, was dealing with coronavirus crap and everything, and they played really well. Uh, almost pulled it off. They lost 35-31. Kansas City pretty much, um, you know, wrapping that division up, I think. Um, Titans beat up the Ravens, you know, beat the Ravens in overtime. So I think the Titans, I, I always like the Titans. I, I like the Titans because I used to live in Nashville and I would watch a bunch of their games. Um, so I have a, I have a soft spot for them. A little soft spot. I don't know. It's a little soft, but, um, I think they're, they're just a tough team. I would not want to play them in the playoffs. They're just gonna, they don't make mistakes. They have a good running game. And now Tannenhill, since he's away from Gase, um, the great head coach from the New York Jets, um, he's just been really, really good. Um, and the Ravens. They're just they're just dropping. They're dropping like it's not hot. So um gonna make a prediction. I think the Giants and the Cowboys, the last game of the season, um, they play. I think that will be for the division. Eagles didn't look too great. I think they're just too banged up um to make any noise. I can't see Washington um you know getting in the mix. And I think the Giants are just a much improved team. It's just they have a tough schedule at the end. Um, so do Eagles have an even tougher schedule. So that's why I'm thinking it's going to be the Giants and the Cowboys. I think it's going to be 6-10 and 10 or 7-9 and nine is going to win the division. Um, and they'll probably they'll get a home, a home game, and they'll probably win that home game because that's how that works. I think the Saints did the same thing. They were 7-9, and nine, um, and Drew Brees um, won the, the wild, you know, wild card weekend and won that game. Um, so that's what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm not saying that the Giants are going to do anything. 
outside of that. But um, if you are investing in Danny Dimes, I bought a bunch of his cards, a bunch, three to four cards. To me, that's a bunch. Um, but I, I think he's still, uh, you know, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over and it's the Giants, they somehow, you know, figure stuff out. I think he's still a really good investment. I don't know how much his cards have dropped. They may start, have, you know, started picking up because they started winning. Um, but I can definitely see, you know, his cards moving up because I think they're going to do, I think they're probably going to go three and three the next uh, six games, which will get him to, I think, six and ten. So we got that. Um, my my Jets still doing their thing, trying to get that Clemson boy, and then we'll ruin his career. Um, so that's what's going on for football. Uh, I, I'm still uh, – Texans beat New England. I don't know what's up with New England. I really uh, – I think it's just Cam Newton. He's just, he's like bipolar or something. I don't know. Enough talk about this. We're going to move on. Um, Jab's family. Jab's um, a pretty uh, polarizing person in the um, hobby. Most people don't think too kindly of him. I think with his personal stuff and also with his Patreon. Um, He's giving junk wax cards to people, you know. Let's say you pay 10 bucks and you get some junk wax cards. And he's like, here you go. You got Feliz, oh no, Jose Feliz, rated rookie card. Ooh, if you're uh, my age, you'll know who the hell I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, I think I messed up his name, though. But um, anyway, I don't know anything about him outside of his videos. Um, but he opened up a 1972 Tops baseball card in a box. Um, I think it was a five thousand dollar box. He sold them, you know, each pack. I'm sure he probably made a vig, made a little extra gash, a little cabbage on each one. Um, and he started opening them up, and boy, were they doozies! Um, the gum, it must have been in a, uh, must have gotten wet or. Humidity got to these cards. I have an article. Head over to my uh, svacardcollectors.com. I have an article about that, um, how to store your cards. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't know how much that would have helped with a box uh, 1972 with the gum there, and it just bled through pretty much most, if not all, the cards. Like maybe he had like two cards that were okay, but the rest had the gum gook all over it, and they had to pull them apart. After a couple of packs, he goes, I'm not opening up anymore. This is ridiculous. I'm going to see if I can get some of my money back. Um, He did the same thing to a previous box, um, and BBC uh, Baseball Card Exchange, BBCE, um, gave him another box of cards. I think it was 1979 for cost. Um... Because he just didn't get any good cards. Then the baseball card exchange guy figured out why he didn't get good cards. Because that box, there was um, it came from a sheet. And there was no stars on that sheet that the box came in. I mean, the guy knows his, his, his business. Uh, at baseball card. I think the guy's name is Steve Hart. Um, I'm actually going to do a video. I'm going to submit two of my 1984 Topps rack boxes. Uh, I want to get them wrapped up, so I'm going to film that and show you guys what you need to do 
Um, but there, uh, how could you ask for money? The box, now, I, I left this out. The 1972 box was wrapped by Baseball Card Exchange. And basically what they do is they look at a card and they will say, yeah, these cards haven't been tampered with. Nobody opened them. These cards are good with regards to that. They make no, you know, they're not saying, hey, the cards in there are going to be a PSA 10, 8, 7, 6. Um, they're going to be wet. They're going to be, you know, the gum's going to go through. They have no idea because they're not opening up these cards, you know, these packs. They're examining them. They're making sure that they haven't been resealed. Um, that's their thing. They're authenticating that this box has not been open and this is the real deal. You're going to get 1972 authentic cards in here. And um, you pay a premium for that. Um, but they have no idea if they got wet, if, you know, they're all damaged. They have no idea. And so the person who he's, he, who, the police, I stink at talking. Um, the person who sold it to Jabs on eBay, they would have no clue. Um, unless they said, hey, uh, even still, unless they gave a guarantee that these cards um, were not in a humid environment or they didn't get wet or something to that aspect, which I can't imagine someone saying. Um, unless they were the original people who had them from 1972 and then they, you know, drove it over to a baseball card exchange and handed it to the guy and said, hey, don't get this wet. Um, but how would, how would they know? I, I would just say go scratch. It, suck it up, buttercup. You can't do that. And that's, you know, that's the same thing as if, like, uh, Mr. Burrow, who probably has a season-ending injury. I think he's tore his ACL, they think. Um, and now everyone's going to try to return the cards that they just bought because it's going to drop the price. And they're going to say, oh, the case is scratched. Uh, this and that, and they're making stuff up. Uh, same thing with that. Oh, I opened it up, and I didn't get anything good. Okay, what do you want the guy to do? He's not the one who put the cards in the box, and yet he's ha he has to do something for you? It's a scumbag move. Um, it really is... Um, type of person that if you know it questions if you want to deal with them because if something happens that you have no control over he's going to be coming to you looking for uh some scratch um so definitely definitely did not like that also i started i <laughs> i typically don't watch uh sports card investor not anything bad um i just don't watch it um I think it's possibly the way he spells his name, Jeff. He spells it incorrectly, to me, anyway. Um, or the way his new intro is, hello. That bothers the hell out of me. And I don't know why. Uh, he's a nice enough guy. I don't know anything. I did an interview with him. You could check it out. Um, I asked him a bunch of pertinent questions that people had wanted to ask. Um, and I had the bulls, the huevos, to do it. Because um, he was charging a lot of money uh, for his program. Um, which it could all be worth it. I, I had no idea. It just seemed like a lot for the baseball card world because we're cheap. And, <laughs> and so uh, it's really, you know what it is? It's jealousy. I have jealousy because he has money. He's very successful. He invests in God knows what. And he has a lot of money that he can use to buy cards that I can only dream of. 
Um, and he spent uh, a 30K, you know, 30,000 uh, mail day. And he's just going through the cards, and I'm just getting angrier and angrier. He's watching. Oh, yeah. No. Silver Donovan Mitchell. Oh, Silver Jason Tatum rookie. Oh, 10 PSA, uh, 10 PSA 10 um, Luka Doncic's. Oh, you know, just bulk up a little bit on your uh, Luka Doncic um, inventory. I was just getting heated. Heated. I'm so I'm such a jealous person. That's really what it comes down to. I just get annoyed. I really do. It's it's getting worse. I can't even listen to. Um, I can't even listen. I, I'm in real estate. I can't even listen to like bigger pockets and stuff like that. Bigger pockets is a podcast, and they teach you about um, how to buy and sell real estate. You know how to flip homes and stuff that you see on TV. I get heated. Cause I, I can't do what they're doing. I can't, my biggest problem right now is I'm having a hard time finding deals. I can, once we get the deals, I have the money to buy the houses. I have, you know, crews to do the work. I have people that can sell the houses. I got all that other crap. The finding deal, which is the hardest part I can't do. And I'm just getting heated. Now I don't even want to listen to it because I'm just going to get annoyed because I'm going to think of my inadequacies. So now that I have that off my chest, yeah. I'm jealous. 30,000. I mean, these cards, one after another. Bad. Kobe Bryant rookie. Bad. I just wanted to punch him. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it just it just sucks. It, it goes back to what I was saying, you know, the previous uh, episode where I was talking about this kid, $400. Hey, just buy a Trey Young, uh, you know. Here you go. Rookie. Boom. Ugh. Just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. Hopefully, when I get my cards back from uh, PSA, I have some things to sell where I can accumulate money, and then I don't piss it away uh, buying, you know, packs of cards from Target. Um, I actually do something, you know, correct, you know, and actually listen to my own advice. Um, actually, it, it's funny. Uh, I have, I'm in a group where we talk about cards. We talk shop, and um, it came up to the, 20, I think, I don't remember, it was 2018, no, 2019, Panini Prism, first off the line, they're going for $2,000 now, I bought them at 200 bucks, I had like three of them, and I set, told everybody, these are cheap now, you don't know, the rookies, if they're going to be good, hold them, hold them now, these Prisms are going to be worth something, and whoever listened to me, is, got a couple of thousand dollars richer, and I said it, I kept on telling people, you should be buying it, and holding it, I didn't have the money, because I was pissing it away, on boxes, a target, or whatever the hell I was doing, um, I give great advice, I don't follow my advice, but I give other people, amazing advice, and so, just another, just, a, maybe, <laughs> this is just a therapy session for me, it's just, you know, I, I think I should be laying down, doing this, um, Oh, God. God and baby Jesus. Also started listening to uh, Cardboard Chronicles. Um, he's really into NBA. He's got a monotone voice. He may put you to sleep while you're listening to him, but he does have great, uh, really good guests. And the guy knows what he's talking about. Knows a ton about basketball. Knows a ton about what you should be buying and selling uh, when he does give that information. So, um it is a tough listen at times, um, but he does, he knows his stuff. Um, and I, I think w what I was alluding to earlier in the podcast is I'm going to start looking for the 
off-brand, not the, for example, you have like baseball. And, and actually, I'm not going to be looking for this in baseball, so I'm not, I'm not even going to bring it up. It's going to be basketball. You have your prisms, your select, you have your Dunruss Optic. Um, then you have your 20,000 different brand, you know, different brands that Panini has. Um, I want to start looking for those cards that are short print inserts that people may not be looking at. Um, they're a little bit harder to find, and people who collect players are still going to want those cards. Um, I'm going to be looking for stuff that's shiny. Um, and so I haven't done that yet, but it's basically what he was talking about. And I think it's a good strategy for people. Um, so that's why I wanted to bring it on here. Um, not everybody listens to him. And so I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm stealing it from him because I'm telling you that I listen to him. So I, I can't be doing that. And I think it's a good strategy and something that I, I think, uh, um, is worthwhile. And it's actually, it's, it's fun. I, I think it would be fun to try to find those hidden gems that people are not paying attention to. And I've always said that, um, do the opposite of what everyone else is doing and, and you'll make more money. And, and that's the case time and time again. Um, I, I think basketball is definitely going to be booming because of all the flurry of trades and the start of the season. So, um, if you have cards already, maybe time to sell soon. So you have some cash so you can buy cards that, that, you know, maybe that you wanted that you couldn't afford previously. Um, but I think looking for those hidden gems from those, not the main, you know, sets that everyone's collecting is still worthwhile because everyone starts moving around looking for, because those cards are really expensive. So people can't afford them. So they go to something else. So like Panini Revolution, those Galactic cards, they were very hard, one hit per case. And so those things started getting expensive. And people just go and look, and they were shiny. Go for shiny cards, cards that you think look cool. Probably most people are going to think they, they look cool. And, or there'll be a certain percentage. And if there's not that many of them, there you go. And that goes for anything. Maybe back in the day, there's certain sets where there's, you know, then maybe not as many made. So you want to go after those cards of the major, but you're not going to be going for uh, the crappy player that nobody's collecting. You're going to have to go for the stars. Um, and maybe people have already started doing that. And so the price is already up. So I'm going to find out. And I'm going to see. But um, another avenue for me to collect, um, I'm still collecting some A-Rod. Um, I collect, I bought one, I, I think a month or two ago, and I actually sent it off to PSA. And I, it was like an upper deck something or other. It was to 36, and somebody from eBay has been hounding me to buy it. Um, and I don't want to. I want to grade it, and I'm just going to hold it until the Hall of Fame, and maybe I'll sell it, and maybe not. Um, I just like A-Rod. I have no rhyme or reason. I just do. And so, um, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. All right, guys. SVACardCollectors.com. Please head over there. If you guys want to write articles for me, please submit. Send an email. Uh, if it's good, I'll throw it up there. Um, it's Thanksgiving. So hopefully everyone has a 
happy Thanksgiving. I don't know if I'll be doing another podcast. Uh, probably not. Um, what else? I think that's it, guys. You have the uh, fit in my Facebook group. I'm also on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram. So hit me up over there. Um, and guys, you know what to do. Buy some cards and go broke. Later.